And we are on. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports Unhinged. I am Mo and I'm joined by Coach and Ujita. Week 8 coming ahead in the NFL. We've already had the Thursday night game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, another loss. I mean, there could have you could have argued that this was the game to save the season. They're down to 3-5. and five in a division that is quarterbacked by Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, and P.J. Walker. Uh, so let's let's start with Big that. names. 27-22 at home to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ujita, is, is the season over for, for the Buccaneers? And is this the lowest point of Tom Brady's career? Well, you know what? I hope it's not season over because I want to see more of this. I want to see him being more pissed and, you know, losing it. And we all know why he's losing it, but it looks all kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, from the way they're playing, the way Tom Brady is not comfortable. We saw it last week. I didn't really catch the game, uh, yesterday's game too much, but he doesn't look comfortable at all. That O-line, I mean, I don't think there's a connection between him and that O-line. And you even see guys like Evans and Godwin, uh, you know, they're not getting, uh, he's not hitting them cleanly and they're also being covered a lot. And uh, it's, it's a difficult season already for them. I don't see how, how they really get out of this. It's, it's tough. We could be seeing the end of an era. Yeah. History, I mean, Max folks. Kellerman was very famous uh, for saying, I think it was seven or eight years ago, saying that uh, Tom Brady was going to fall off a cliff. I mean, it came about eight years late. But I think we're finally witnessing. Now, before we talk about this game that just happened with the Ravens, let's not forget that there was a game against the Carolina Panthers who have no business winning any games in this NFL from now till the end of the season. 21 to 3. And coach, you could see the tone being set at the beginning, the first throw of the game. Tom Brady to Evans completely open and he drops it. And it just they never they never recovered from there on. What is your take on this? (laughs) Well, my goodness. Um, I, I, am actually, I actually like Tom Brady. I, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a winner. At times, I think he's very humble, and that's kind of what you want as your team in the locker room. Um, but at the same time, my goodness, they got to be able to run the ball at some point, don't they? Um, more, than, more than six or seven times a game, more than 50 yards a game, even if you take out sacks, um, they're, they're still less than 45.5 yards per game in rushing. Uh, that's the least amount since they started keeping tallies on um, statistics in games. I don't, I don't even know what to say to that, right? Um, you got to find a way to win the game. And at the end of the day, they can't find a way to win the game. They look pretty good. I, I watched the whole second half. Um, this morning he did pass for 325 yards yeah. and he got one touchdown so he's doing it in the air maybe it's the running well, they, game they threw the it well right they, they did they threw it well um baltimore's defense didn't play great in the second half it was almost it was like the the game i don't know how to explain it um maybe bugs but no 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 road runner and coyote yes right. I, that's exactly how i looked at it he just he's like He's throwing it, and the defense is, like, sticking out their tongue and, like, ooh, look at me. And then 
batted the ball down or yeah. I don't know. It just something's off. We can blame it on personal life because I've seen that happen even in my coaching days of high school because it can affect you. Poor guy. Man, I, I do. I want him to win. I don't want to go in. I don't want him to go out like this. I mean, the uh, guy's done everything right throughout his career. He's taken the pay cuts to make sure he has good teams. He's won seven Super Bowls. He's the greatest of all time. But at this point, I mean, did man, he go they suck, don't they? They just absolutely suck. They're just terrible. I mean, they went one season they, too far. They won one more game than the Carolina Panthers. What does that That's say That's saying about? a lot. That's saying a lot. <laughs> it yeah, is. Come, come, it is. I have nothing back to say back yeah. to that. Come, yeah. <laughs> coming back to Coach's point about the run game, I mean, you got Leonard Fournette. Is, is Tom Brady just trying to prove himself with this passing game? What if yeah. he just keeps it simple, get the run game going, use some play action stuff, you know? Yeah, could be a better deal for him. You know, I was that's a that's a good point, Yajitha. I was watching a little bit in the third quarter, and and you know me, and I I look from a coach's point of view. There were about ten plays in a row. He didn't check out of a play, not yeah, one check out, not call call a play, move the running back over, no checkouts. So that means he's like, "F it, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just running the play that they call." That's it, lines. right? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's go. So yeah. I got back to what I said in, in the last podcast. He's just not having fun. He's going through the motions. It's a job now. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. Oh. And, you know, to, to think that – I mean, I don't know. Maybe the argument that I made at the beginning, you know, he's 3-5 and five in a division with Mariota, Dalton, and P.J. Walker. That could be used as – an argument to say that the season is not over. You know, I mean, he could still recover. He might get in the playoffs. <laughs> right? They might just waltz in straight to the playoffs. But I'm looking at their schedule right now. I see the Niners there. I see the Bengals. I see the LA Rams. I see Seattle. There are some tough games. I mean, there's only so many Carolinas that you could play in a season, right? Uh, and you got to still win those. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a little bit of a... I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think a season over, but... Oh, to to lose your so we family, can't talk potentially about lose your family over this. Ah. We can't talk about him without talking about the guy in Green Bay. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Bad uh, man. Aaron Rodgers uh, with the Green Bay Packers, three in a row, lost to both New York teams, and then went to the nation's capital, to the Washington Commanders, to go down 21 to 23. I don't want to even talk about the losses. I want to talk about the press conferences because we addressed this last week and he seems to have doubled down on the comments that he made the week before where he said, you know, if people, he went out and called out his team basically. And he said, if people are not making the plays or they're making mistakes, then they need to not play and we need to start cutting reps. And he just doubled down. Um, I don't know, coach, to go publicly as a, as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL in, in, in recent history, to go out and call your team out in such a public way two weeks in a row. I mean, we've addressed Aaron Rodgers' you know, leadership kind of skills before. This, this has to be a new low because this is not the Aaron Rodgers we, we're used to from two years ago where he would just tell everybody, relax, we're going to sort this out. Keep the public kind of statements a certain way and maybe address things internally. What do you think about that? So I, I read, I've read a couple of blogs and I've watched a couple of what we call them pundits. Is that what we call them? Yeah. Um, they think that it's a little bit of a media circus for him to put all the pressure on him 
or they're only talking about him to take a little pressure off the the team, if you will, or the offensive not ability to accomplish offense. Um, they're really just kind of looking at him and, and thinking about, hey, what, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? So that the team, it's it's all on him. So I like that point of view. I, I wonder if reverse he's psychology. Playing, yeah, I wonder if he's not playing that game a bit. You you can only play that game a bit if you can stand up on Sunday and play football. And they've got the Buffalo Bills coming up. Oh I mean, you want to do that on goodness. the eve they're, of the Buffalo about, Bills game? <laughs> they're in trouble, aren't they? Mike, if you if you can't win a game against the Washington Commanders one way or the other, um, Heineke is that his name? I love yeah. that last name for a quarterback. Tyler uh, Heineke. I, I just I do I, I do agree to a certain extent. I never underestimate Aaron Rodgers. I never underestimate. I don't think he does anything off the cuff. I don't think he does anything without thinking about it on what it might mean for a statement or for a media buy or whatever. But I definitely wonder if they're in as much trouble as the Brady Bucks. Uh, well, I understand that point of view. And especially, it's a good point that you make about Aaron Rodgers being very particular with his words. Um, did you <laughs> Have you been vaccinated? Uh, I've been immunized. We remember that, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'd have to disagree with your take here because I've been watching Aaron Rodgers throughout the offseason. I saw him in the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. And... The thing, the way that he's talking, he he has kind of almost elevated himself above the team and is no longer leading by example, I don't feel. Um, you've got a receiving core there that is, you know, they're rookies, right? You you cannot hold me to the same standard uh, as, as, as Aaron Rodgers when I'm a rookie. Uh, you need to elevate me. What does it say about you, the back-to-back -back MVP, um, to come out here and just call people out that way, right? Um, I think he's... Uh, Especially, it was one one sentence in the press conference that really made me think this way is when he said, you know, society these days has a tough time hearing the truth. And I was like, all right, you're not on the Rogan podcast, Aaron. Like, stop it. You know, you're becoming a diva. I thought I'd have to wait past Halloween to see Mariah Carey, but I'm seeing him already. You know, like <laughs> enough is enough, right? It's time you and and you can do this. You, you can do this reverse psychology thing if you have a relatively easy game coming up. But you're most likely going to lose four in a row now. If it's not five in a row, I can't even remember against the Buffalo Bills, the best best team in football. So I, I, I think he's just it's another one of these where the relationship is breaking down between him and the head coach with the team. He's not leading by example. And it's just another question mark on, on uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, so, sorry to interrupt you, Jita. Before I forget, one of our viewers, shout out coach, um, who is a guy I used to coach with. He said, you know, Coach B, you're exactly right. I watched some of the games both last week and the week before, and he is almost set hut one look and then throw it out. He said he is completely out of the rotation, and he yeah. is completely just that, throwing it off. So yeah, that's, I that's agree with that. Yeah? That's actually – that's exactly what I wanted to say because you said that last week, and I actually watched it carefully. He goes on first read. It doesn't matter where whether it's it's covered. He it doesn't. There's no progression. Nothing. He just goes on first read, and then it. I think he said something like, "Guys aren't afraid to lose their jobs as well." I think in, I don't know which yeah, podcast or right. whatever. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's your duty. If they're not doing well, then you take the lead role. You're like the you back-to-back said, back MVP. You yeah. elevate the team. Yeah, I mean, you all, and you get them going, right? And you get them going. And, you, and I, I guess, like, go to guys like Brett Favre and stuff. You know, they'll be screaming at the benches and stuff. Let's go, guys. It's not what he's doing. Yeah, and I, I think I don't, I don't mind these statements being made behind closed doors where he says, all right, we if you're making mistakes, then you don't play anymore. We need to cut your reps. You can motivate the team that way behind closed doors. But to go out there and just it's, it's becoming a media circus in Green Bay. Demotivating everything. Yeah. He doesn't have the rep yet. He's not there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do we see him retire? Is he? Do you feel that he's losing the love for the game? Is, oh, is there no. any sense of that? No, no? I, I think he wants to get paid. I, I think this is a way out of Green Bay. He'll be restricted after this year. There'll be an offer sheet. Green Bay, is, I think, is very close to sayonara. Uh, adios. If, if we yep. would have some feedback from a few of our Green Bay listeners, Darla, what would you say here? Right, um, yeah. I, I just wonder, because I, I do have a few friends here in Dubai who say, man, coach, you're so right. This guy, he's a diva. I'm tired of the diva. I'm tired of the diva. I'm tired of the diva. I'm fine with the diva when we're winning, but yeah. Gosh. So maybe I don't think it's, he's it's close to retirement. I think gotta Tommy, be tired. I don't think he is. Got to be tiring for Green Bay fans as well. Not that we care, but it know, must be tiring I, for Aaron Rodgers to be that negative. You know, I like I don't know. I mean, I I, I like a few years ago when they were down. I think I don't know one and four or something. And he told everybody to relax, and they turned it around and they made a playoff run. I mean. That's the Aaron Rodgers we're used to seeing. So I don't know. Uh, it's it's always about him lately. It's been about him coming across as the smartest guy in the room, you know. And, uh, and a quick question here uh, of everyone: Do you think he has the weapons to be able to say relax and calm down and don't I th- worry? I'm I think he sure. can. They have running game, but I'm not yeah. sure after that. Devontae uh, Adams, I, I think can, that was a bigger bigger gap loss. or bigger shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phil. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Let's move to teams that are in a more positive light. Uh, so here's a question. Now, in the AFC, it's very clear that the Bills and the Chiefs are leading the pack, right? Yujita, in the NFC, your Eagles seem to be the only ones that have the word consistency associated to them. Uh, coming back now from a uh, uh, from a bye week uh, to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two questions. First of all, how do you feel about the Eagles coming back from Dubai and going up against Pittsburgh? And the next question is, who else in the NFC can we really look at and say that they have some kind of chance to put up a fight? Yeah, well, look, for, for the first one, I got no issues. I think we're going to pick them apart. Uh, is what I think. I'm waiting uh, for the week where you say something <laughs> cocky like that and then you yeah. lose. I've been waiting for that <laughs> for six weeks F. in a row, you know? <laughs> well done on your English there. All right. English is your go. second language too. Pick F apart. Pick F Can you pick F Thou shall pick them apart. Yeah, so I got no complaints. I ain't got no worries. I think it's going to be hopefully business as usual, but let's see how it goes. But coming back to the other teams in the NFC, you know, I want to, I don't want to say, but Dallas and Giants, they look like a... Uh, it's all in your uh, division, yeah. It's all in the division, but look, I'll tell you what. The Seattle Seahawks, this is mm. what I'm going with, all right? They have sneaked like up that. to four and three, all right? They've uh, they had some issues at the start, but my goodness, Geno Smith 
is doing some great stuff there. Leading the league in uh, completion percentage. Uh, you know, that's it, it's crazy. And he's got weapons. I, I don't know if you guys saw in the last game, they kind of played a 13 personnel game. And they used those tight ends to do the run game. It was really fantastic. Defense has gotten better from what, what they were like a couple of seasons ago. Uh, it, it, it's progress as well. Started using Tyler. I mean, we had some, I think we talked about it. They weren't using Tyler Lockett and that well. Now they're doing that. So, and listen, Pete Carroll, man, the guy is what, 152 years old? Yeah. He's still <laughs> running up and down that field. He's got that energy. So I think Seattle believes they made the right decision keeping him, getting yeah. rid of Wilson. And look, these guys are sneaking up and they're leading the West. And that, that West is already, those teams are slightly fractured in terms. Niners, Rams, even Arizona, they haven't still got it all yeah. together yet. So I like, Bay, I, like your, I like your Seattle take. I like it. Especially yeah, with Pete Carroll, we thought he was, that's it. He was out of tricks. He lost his quarterback. Uh, He's so old, he doesn't have to dress up for Halloween to scare kids. I mean, it's... it's He, 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 still, he still doesn't have to dress up <laughs> for Halloween. He still doesn't, right? He still doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, but the, man, the energy on that guy, I mean, he keeps the team going. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I like Seattle, man. Yeah, I think they're going to sneak up to something good here. Now, Coach, before I direct the same question over to you, I want to talk about one team in the AFC. We're talking about the Bills and the Chiefs all the time, but how about those Cincinnati Bengals? I think we didn't talk about them enough last year, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. But Joe Burrow has to be one of my favorite players in the NFL this year. They had a couple of weeks where they faced some troubles, but after that, him and Jamar Chase seemed to have found their rhythm, you know? And, and I heard one of these sound effects that were mic'd up in the last game, and you know, Jamar Chase went up to Joe Burrow and told me, like, dude, you're just, you're on point. You're hitting it. And he was, like, all cool and relaxed. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We're finally getting it. He, he seems to be in the space right now where he can make an impact. And be careful because I, I think that those Bengals, if they run into the Chiefs, for example, in the playoffs, they could surprise us again. So I, I just wanted to put that out there as another example of a team that started off with a few troubles and I think are going to make a very good run. Uh I think Chase is injured, isn't he? Four four weeks out, maybe. Yeah, I know, I know. He's he's out. But in the last game, there was there was some really good good connection. So listen, there, there's no joke when you throw when you throw for four hundred in the NFL. Yeah, well, when you're over four hundred, you you got it going. Um, I, I watched there's there's a particular group on YouTube that my son asked me to watch, and they they what they do is they identify the passes within a two meter two meter one meter, half a meter kind of vision span. That, that pass can be completed. Right. And Joe Burrow is like 91% and everyone else, there's no one over 75%. Yeah. So he's throwing the ball within a half a meter of complete where it can, where it can be completed 91% of the time. Wow. I'm like, come on. Yeah. That that's, that's irate. And then everybody else and, and, we we identify you know Tom and and Aaron which Aaron Rodgers is right up there. Um, what's the guy in um, the Chargers? Um, yep. He's he's right there with them. Um, even Stafford he's improved in that in the last couple of years. But he's like sixteen percentage points better in within a half a meter. Come on, yeah, accurate, that's yeah. unreal. You know that that's that's the width of the, my monitor as I'm looking at. Right, right. Yes, and, and you're you're and he's also leading the league in completions beyond ten yards in the air. 
So it's not yeah, like he's home. Yeah, so he's throwing a little six-out dump out, and the guys go 90 for a touchdown. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Now, Chase does that, but he'll catch it over 10. So I think Chase being out four to six weeks, will they will stumble. I don't want to say stumble. They'll struggle. Yeah. But T. Higgins can take it. Um, Boyd. Boyd can take it. Um, Mixon, they can throw some deep screens. They put yep. him in the slot. Um, what did I read? 31% of the time um, in the passing game are passing downs. Uh, Mixon was in the slot last week. Oh, wow. You I think they'll be okay. I think they, they've yeah. got some good some good chemistry going. Now, on the NFC side, who do you see challenging the Eagles? How, how are we not talking about the Minnesota Vikings? They're 5-1. and one. How are we not yeah, talking I, about I the Giants? Too, They're 5-1. But... Yes? Do we, do we just not believe in Cousins? Do we just not believe in the Giants? Well, um, we could talk I – mean, we have the game I, I Arizona-Minnesota to Giants talk about bit, in the pick yeah. six. Yeah, but yeah. – uh, it's cousins. I don't know. He'll he'll always be With kind of underestimated. Respect, the Carolina Panthers are in second place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One, the Houston Texans are two wins out of second place in their division. Get you some yeah. of that. Yeah. So maybe it comes down to parity. You know, there are so many teams. They're at four, three, three, and four. Um, if I if I had to pick, I like Seattle. I do like their coach. I always have when he was at. Um, USC. When I was a high school coach, he recruited a couple of our players. He didn't come to the school, but the messages that he was sending, it just was always positive. There was nothing about, you know, that defeatist attitude. attitude. And so I think they knew when they sent Russell Wilson to the Broncos, there was something they knew that maybe we didn't. And it's worked out. Yeah. Well, how about that? It's kind of working out. Yeah. So I just wondered um, if you made me pick today and I look at the um, NFC North, I would go with the Vikings. The Vikings. I, I yeah. can't pick the Patriots. I mean, I can't pick the Bears. No, they've, uh, they've got Cook. They've got I Jefferson. They've got enough weapons, you know? But- yeah. Bear, bears are one game away from a playoff season. How about the yeah. Bears? So one at... week, I say they're not going to score 30 points. They, 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 they not dominated. In, in the rain, by the way. In the water and the slush. Oh, man, that was... Against the New England Patriots. We have to have Andy on. Yeah. We, we have to have Andy on to talk about the New England Patriots. what's going yes. on there. Yeah, we got to have Dala on for um, Green Bay. We got to have Andy on for New England. We have to have those other two gangsters on for right. the Washington, whatever they are now. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next? Let's let's talk about injuries now. There are a lot of uh, teams that have had injuries that could impact the whole season. Um, I guess one thing I want to ask you, Jita, which team do you think is like last last year? It was clearly the Baltimore Ravens. The injuries really derailed the whole season. Um, and they weren't good because of injuries. If we had to pick a team right now or a couple of teams that we feel are facing the same issue, who do, who do you have? Yeah, look, I think without a doubt, the Chargers. I mean, this is a this is a team that we kind of picked might be going to the Super Bowl in yep. the AFC. And that Herbert's rib injury, I don't think that's healed perfectly either. He's just trying to get things done. But other than that, they've had, Rashawn Slater, J.C. Jackson, um, I don't know, a whole bunch of Was guys. Keenan Allen oh, out for a while. Keenan Allen out for the next three to four weeks. Who's Say that? Again? Their wide receivers are still out three, the next yeah. three. Keenan Allen, yeah. Mike Williams is out as well. Yeah. Williams, um, Keenan Allen, all of them. 
all of them are out. And, you know, and then, you know, Brandon still, he's, he's still trying to be aggressive. He's still trying to go on fourth. So I think more than anyone else is the Chargers who've suffered. And I, I don't, more, even if these guys come back, I don't know how effective Herbert is going to be. You know, let's say we, the rib we come that I mean, they get to the playoffs, start getting, you know, defensive uh, teams who are good at deep. I, I don't know how he's going to work out. So, yeah, the Chargers for me, definitely. Coach? I, I would say the same. Um, I might even lean to the Niners, the 49ers on their defensive side. Okay. I'm steady. Stars are struggling with injuries and coming back. I think their offense, it seems, has been okay. Um, but their defense, but really for me, the Chargers, um, they're, they just, they've, they've gone to all these lengths of yeah. improving over the offseason, their defense, the middle two, the outside, you know, and they just seem to be every time you look up, there's another injury. And then I think they've got one of their corners out this coming weekend. And then the safety's questionable. So um, I would agree with you, Jitha. My goodness, did I say that? On- yeah, you did. Yeah, it's, yeah. On, it's, a, it's a record now. He's 6-0. and He's flying high. We have to agree with him. Uh, all right, let's talk about coaches. We've seen the Carolina coach get fired. I will not mention his name because the sooner we forget that he's ever existed in the NFL, the better it is for everybody. Uh, but coach, if you had to pick the next coach to go or the coaches that are in the hot seat at the moment, who would you pick? So before I forget, that coach that shall not be named, we'll call him Voldemort. He yeah. interviewed for the University of Nebraska um, head coaching positions in college. And he'll get it, by the way. He'll probably do well. He's he's a college coach. I think nobody's ever doubted his credentials there. You know, but... to me, I think um, probably Arizona. Um, I think Kingsbury's had enough time to get the people that he's wanted, um, the offensive ingrained into the system. Um, I don't want to say Detroit, but he's up there. But I think for me, it would be Arizona. I just don't believe that what is happening there is on the timetable they want it to be. I believe in Detroit. They are, my God, they kept Matt Patricia four years. So they're not going to get rid of Dan Campbell in one and a half or two and a half, even through right. COVID. So uh, I would go Arizona for this one. Um, if I had an outlier here, um, listen, I just wonder can Atlanta keep their guy? I can think they've Indy shown enough keep, signs to show that they can, can be a good can team. Can Indy keep their guy? He's been through four cornerbacks yep. now, one and done. Yep. So it's just my thoughts. Um, I think I think Arizona's the next guy down. Eugita, here's a question: Tomlin in 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 Pittsburgh. You know, I think it's for the first time he might not have his winning season or his 500 season. Could this? be maybe i wouldn't say that the pittsburgh would fire him would he walk away for a fresh challenge after this wait a minute season? who's philly playing this week yeah. mike tomlin yeah. okay go ahead thank yeah. you yeah i mean th- that could be the end of mike tomlin right there this week but <laughs> yeah, i mean <laughs> off the how badly guy. do you think you guys are gonna beat them man this is oh this would be the perfect week is there a reason not to fly high at the moment i don't know i mean out of the old guard that's left, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they seem to they seem to keep going no matter what. Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh has been winning ugly for a couple of seasons now. Yeah, and that may be a reason why he's still there. 
Uh, they definitely need to develop Kenny Pickett or whoever the quarterback is going to be there. So I think I, I really think he will stay on maybe a season or two and stay on at Pittsburgh as well. But on the hot seat, I completely agree with coach Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he's, he's what, 7-15 in December, January. Lost, yeah. um, you know, I mean, last season, what was it? They they, they started at 7-0 and then lost the remaining 0-6, whatever. Uh, and then, I mean, I, you guys must have seen that verbal argument he had with Kyler Murray on the yeah. sideline the other day. So there's something going on there as well. That offense isn't kicking off as it is. So, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury and uh, Nathaniel Hackett, man. I mean, this guy brought into Denver as an offensive mind, and there is nothing happening yeah. there. with Will. I mean, you can't say it's Wilson. Maybe he didn't fit into the system, but that's his fault as well. You got to make – you got to develop that – quarterback um ron rivera on that one i like that one yeah no ron, ron rivera ron rivera beat I, I uh, aaron rogers i think uh, yeah, brady I, and and rogers have been saving a lot of coaches careers in the last few weeks <laughs> yes. yeah, on him but yeah with expectations ron uh dennis allen um in new orleans i don't know see for uh, me i i got a woman down in, in new orleans what, what do you think um coach uh lovey smith no, I think I think they're on the right track. Um, I, I I do like that's a good call, actually, and honestly. Um, yeah. But I think if you look at what do we call it, the ship, I think the ship is level. Uh, I think there is a common denominator of this is where we're going to go and how we want to go there. I think they recognize they'll win the games when we can win them, and we recognize when we're un, under um, defeated or or maybe on 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 task, yeah. on task to be defeated, um, but it's it's quite calm, right? I'm surprised nobody named uh, <clears throat> Todd Bowles because I think you know this guy has gotten quite a few chances at being a head coach, and he seems to kind of mess them up every time he gets that opportunity. Great as a coordinator, can take you to the Super Bowl. But I don't know, like with Brady and with everything that's going on in the Buccaneers as well, a couple more bad weeks and maybe he's on the hot seat. Uh, maybe maybe I just was ignoring that because I like Tommy. Yeah, Tom Brady. Uh, for me, I think that Detroit, although they kept Matt Patricia for a long time, I, they never really had the team that has enough talent to do anything. Uh, I think now with, the, you know, the, 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 the new draft uh, players coming in, the new rookies, uh, on the defensive side uh, with Jared Goff showing some really good uh, offense in the first few weeks of the of the season. I think he might like, I don't know, Dan Campbell, I remember in Hard Knocks, he gave that speech about doesn't matter if you have three toes and one left butt cheek left. Uh, it, it looks like they're a team with three toes and butt cheek left out of them right now in the last few weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I think he probably... Yeah, and, the and, and, if they, and if they win one more game, they are only one down from... Um, second place in that division. Oh, it, it, what, what a division! What, what a division. division! Yeah, yeah. yeah I made Kirk a mistake Cousins of is leading that division. I, I made a mistake of putting uh, Jared Goff as my quarterback in a fantasy fantasy league against oh, the best defense in the league, the, the Cowboys. It was Admission is the first step to recovery. Young yes, yes. And you know, is that, I, is that what they told you at the place? No, and, and a lot of a lot of people that are with me in that fantasy league, they're like sending me messages, like, "What were you thinking?" And I'm like, "Oh." 
so much for a guy with a podcast can't play fantasy to save his Marquez life. You know? <laughs> Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway. Not too long ago. Yep. All right, guys. Let's let's move on to the pick six part of the episode. Uh, as you guys know, pick six is a game between me and Yujita. We pick for three games every week against the spread and the over under. You get one point for choosing the correct outcome and two points for beating the expert coach. Last week, you lived up to your expert status by getting five out of six picks correct. Uh, is that, give is that a record? Yeah, I, I think that's a record this season uh, for sure. This um, season, yeah. I had five out of six once last season. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Miami uh, kind of saved me. I had one beat the expert there, so we ended up four and four on the week. Me and Yujita were still, uh, the gap is still the same from last week, 28 to 33. So uh, you still have that five points. Hey, that Miami week. game, that, it was a one point, one point thing that could have got me an extra point right there. I know, I know. That was a good one. All right, let's talk about this week's games. We've got Miami at Detroit, two teams that we have spoken about. Uh, Coach, tell us, what are the odds there? So I brought Miami back in because they are 0-4 against the spread away with Tua as their starter. At the moment, Miami is minus 3.5 over under 51.5. 51.5. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'll keep this quite simple. Still the soft spot for Detroit. I want these Detroit to get all of their fingers and toes back. I'm going to go 21-27 to Detroit. They go back to their scoring ways. Uh, they've been very anemic in offense. Uh, yes, it's Miami. Yes, it's Tyreek Hill. Yes, it's Tua. But uh, Modern Warfare has just come out, and we all know that Tua is an addict. So I think he's been looking playing that game instead of looking at his playbook this week. <laughs> Totally you're, trivial you're pick. Generation Z people, I don't know what to do with you. I, I'm a, I'm a millennial. I, I so do. don't like. I'm 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 I'm. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty-one, twenty-seven, coach. <laughs> I mean, Yujita, uh, go for your yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah well, I th- I think playing Call of Duty could actually hype him up for this game. I mean, uh, look, Detroit scored has scored what like six points in two games. Yeah, their defense is not going to be able to keep up with Waddle and Hill and Mostert. Uh, I'm pretty sure of that tours back. They like him back there. I think they're. I'll, I'll keep the score under, but I think they cover it easy, and I think it's going to be a bit of a blowout, thirty to seventeen. All right, Miami. Awesome. Okay, Ooh. coach. So I'm going to go with Detroit on this one to cover. They're six and one against the spread at home in their last seven. So I'll go with Detroit to cover that three and a half. But I also, but I very much like the under here. I, I agree with everyone in that. I don't see a lot of points. I still think Tua was rusty from last week, will be rusty from this week. Waddle and um, Tyreek Hill don't always have a lot of yards or a lot of points when they're on the road. So I'll go under here, and I'll go Detroit to cover. I didn't say Detroit to win. I said Detroit to cover. When you said Detroit, I kind of went like this, but then I remembered, no, I want double points. And that was the reason I picked (laughs) Detroit, because I felt that everybody else is going to go Miami. Anyways, all right, let's go for game number two. The Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings, two teams that we talked about a lot this week. Coach, what are the Oh, yes, we did. I I just want to point out here, Mr. Cousins is 1-7 and against the spread in his last eight games 
when he is favored by more than three points. And the Vikings are minus three and a half, so more than three points. And the over-under here is 49, Arizona at Minnesota. I thought I got my uh, my short quarterbacks mixed up because it's actually the Arizona quarterback that plays a lot of Call of Duty. So it's... <laughs> uh, All right, so Yujita, you get us started with this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm still not sure. I know they, they beat the uh, what is it, Saints the other night and thanks to a couple of pick sixes. So it wasn't all, you know, Kyle Murray going crazy. So I'm not still sure that Cliff and, you know, Kyler thing is going to happen. I think Minnesota is on an upward tick. They're, and I like, I like that trending with Cousins. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Minnesota. They will win and cover. Both teams are scoring par 24-25. So... I like the over in this, 27-23, Minnesota. 27-23. Coach, what's the over-under again, if you can remind me? 49. He did it by one. Ah, 49. Okay. So Gentleman. I have this I have this being, uh, again, just the Minnesota have Jefferson and Cook, and they've got so many weapons, and we've been underestimating uh, Cousins for, for weeks on end now. I'm going to go for an easy win for Minnesota, 10 to 30. 30 to, to the 20-point gap. So a 40-point game is the under, but Minnesota to easily cover uh, by 20 points. Coach. So I find this ironic that no one mentioned Minnesota as the NFC pre-people. That's why I was smiling, um, yeah, when you brought it up. <laughs> and they're already 5-1, and one, but both of you mentioned Minnesota's going to cover and they're going to win. Oh, go the Vikings. Hey, who have Minnesota played and won against? Um, nobody, but that's okay. They're all in the NFL. They're all in the NFL. Yeah. No shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually like Minnesota as well um, to win the game. I'm not sure on the cover, so I'm going to give you guys a chance. I'm going to go with Arizona here to cover under that 3.5. I'm just not sure Cousins – I'm not sure that – I think they might win the game, but I like that field goal at the end, doink, doink, <clears> maybe <throat> Arizona covers. Maybe they win, maybe they don't, but I also agree it will be under – because I just just don't see it, especially um, I just don't see it. So okay. I'll go under and Arizona covering the three point and five. Arizona covering. All right, let's move on to game number three. My favorite one. You had to do it, Coach Green Bay. <laughs> I knew at it. Buffalo. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, the outcome kind of seems obvious here, but let's let's hear those odds because that's 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 where the insult is to Aaron Rodgers. Buffalo Bills are minus twelve or a twelve point favorite. The largest favoritism, or now favoritism, it, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. This is the highest underdog he's ever been in his career. I think he's I don't know one hundred and seven years old, just short of Pete Carroll. Um, and the over-under is 47.5. So the Bills favored, minus 12, 47.5 over-under. This is going to be another beatdown for Aaron Rodgers and his boys. Buffalo's the best team in football. We don't even need to dissect it any further. Oh. 41 to 15, Buffalo. I think he, he took a shot at your Eagles. Oh, no, no. They're, the Bill, I, I would take it. the Bills over the Eagles any day of the week. The Eagles are not the best team in Bring football. Bring it on. Bring you it. said that the, the, last two weeks ago with yeah, Dallas, I know, so I don't know I what know. to say here. Where does it end? Jeez. 41 <laughs> to 15, Buffalo. They cover easy, and it goes into the, into the over. Ujita. Love it. Yeah, you know what? I know it looks easy, but 
This is a bad man. Do it. Do it. Do it. It please. is a bad yes. man. All right. <laughs> Listen, Packers are 0-6 against the Bills on the road. Uh, a couple of other things. McDermott is 5-0 after bye week. All And then obviously the Bills are a much better team. But, but you know, this could be the one that Aaron turns up for. And I'm you've got you. a 12-point right? cushion. You've and got a 12-point. So, yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to say the Bills are going to win the game. Yeah. But I'm going to be safe with the bad man and say, we may cover. All right. So, look, whatever happens, their pass defense is still good. So, if if uh, Josh Allen decides to abandon the run game and go with the pass, there could be some issues. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with a reason. Second reason, obviously, being Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, give me the Bills to win. But Green Bay covers 30 to 20, just over. All right. Coach. Just over. I like the, I like I do like the over. I think this is one time where Green Bay will do their best and, and they'll scheme where they can probably score at least 20 points, as as Eugene said. I don't see it as a low scoring game for them. But man, Buffalo's pretty good, aren't they? They are. <laughs> yeah. Bring it. Bring I can it. see them being 40 or I can see it being a blowout. I can see it being an embarrassment. So I'll take the Bills to cover the 12 and the over. All right. Say pick here. Good stuff. Uh, who are the Chicago Bears up against uh, this week? Ooh. Yeah, so so we don't need the tie break this week, but Chicago yeah. is at thine Dallas Cowboys. Ah, yes. Um, the Cowboys, as of this moment, um, are nine minus nine and a half favorite. That's interesting. They opened 12, but they've all the way down to, as of today, Minus nine and a half and the over under 42 and a half. If I'm really thinking about this, I'll take Chicago to cover that nine and a half. I think Zeke's going to be out, even though totally Tony Pollard can cover it. I also see this as a very low scoring game. So I'll go the under, but I think Chicago will cover Dallas will win and the under 42 and a half for me. I think I agree with you completely coach. Ujita, what do you have? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys saw what Fields was doing out there last week. 12 design run plays. He was, it was really, really good. I mean, the, game the way he extended really the plays, good. broke out of the pocket, even on a fumble. Yeah. He, he broke out through the New England in Foxborough. Come on, man. You, you had to let this guy lose. How sweet would it be ago. if they beat the Cowboys? If the miracle does happen and they go you know to what? the Cowboys? I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, not so great I'm, in my house, but uh, you guys go ahead. Wow. I'm going to go all out and say, not only do they cover, they're going to beat Dallas. Let's I'm do this. saying it. I'm saying it. They got Mark, the, look, if, if you are above Juicy Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. If, Come if on, Mark. At, Let's do this. If they, look at, if they look at the Dallas State from the Eagles game, try to shut down that pass rush and everything the way Eagles did, you know, take care of the, the run defense. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance they've got they've got some pieces. So, Imagine so the headline: we start talking we... about Cooper Rush coming back instead of Dak if they lose. <laughs> it would be amazing. Let's see. Before I forget, go go watch a little bit of the Chicago game on Monday night. Yeah, and watch how they set him up for not one, two, three, four, five, and then throw one, two, three. Okay, go watch it. Right. It wasn't I'm one to what do I throw and I'm looking or I'm running. Watch it. Right. He's very decisive. So they've yeah. set him up. Not a one. If the one is not open, the two and if the two's not open, very decisive of what's next. 
Okay. So, what, 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 what? Simplify. I don't, I don't simplify. know. Simplify. Simple. <laughs> Vaccinate. I don't, I don't think simplify. there's any. I don't think there's any offensive in the NFL that's simple. But right. I think it very make it makes him very confident and decisive. And there's only two games I've seen him this year being doing that. The first game and this game, right? And so I, I, I do like where, first of all, he needs to be decisive against the Dallas defense because if he's not, he's in big trouble. But I think they are setting him up for success. So I like that. On you, Mark. On you, yeah. Mark. Yeah. L- listen, the, they, yeah, they did a good job coming. 11 days they had to fix whatever they did. And I think they've taken good time on that. Eberflu's done a good job. Great offense. It's what Carolina Green Bay Panthers need. win. Mark it here. Let's see. Oh, Carolina Panthers win. Yep. All right. Mark it Let's here. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. All, All right. right. I guess just, Houston wins. Yeah. 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 Houston Let's, does not win. <laughs> we'll call it an immunized simplification then. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Simplified been... <laughs> immunization. All right. Good job. All right, guys. Good job. This has been Sports Unhinged. Like, follow, share. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Take care. Take it easy. Bye-bye.